It's time for Um Hello, a Jersey Shore Recap Podcast. Um Hello. Um Hello. Well, well, well. We're back. Freaking season two. I can't believe it. It feels like we were just here, but I'm so happy. Listen, I had fun with season one. I really did. Don't get me wrong. But the whole time I was like, I cannot wait to get to season two because this season, it's so funny, but so traumatic and so dramatic. It's just a mess in the best way. And I'm so excited. Oh, we're going to go on a roller coaster. Uh, But this is your host, G-Wow. And Cookie. Together we are Cookie and G-Wow. And this is your first episode of season two. It's called Going South because we're not at the Jersey Shore this season. Believe it or not, we've left Seaside. We absolutely have, which is funny because it's it's only season two. It's like they broke format like immediately. I think it's because they wanted, you said this before, the quick turnaround Yeah. because they knew, oh, we got to hit, we got to get filming again. And it's way too cold, which is how the episode starts out. You cannot, you know, have the summer that they want when it's that weather, which is why they got to go down south to Miami, bitch. It was bl- like fully blizzarding in Jersey, but by Miami looked <laughs> like warm. And what month was this? Let me look it up. I'm sure it was probably March because there can still be a lot of blizzards and snow happening in the East Coast in March, mm-hmm. whereas I'm pretty sure by March, Miami is at least good enough for them to be like going out, hanging out outside. It might not have been, you know, beach weather, like height of the summer or anything, but definitely enough for them, to, I mean, they were never fucking on the beach anyway. They were always in the club. So it's just not snowing and, and blizzardy. Yeah. And there's probably way more people down in Florida than there was, you know, nobody's in Seaside in March. Yeah. You were uh, close. It's April and May of 2010. Wow. They had blizzard. Then you think they faked all this snow then? I mean, they really went hard on like this cold. I actually have a quote from Polly who says, you can't get tan in this weather. You can't creep in this weather. You can't do anything. Girls don't come out in this weather. They stay in the house. That's true. It is true. It's absolutely true. That's true. That's an accurate statement. I also stay. Well, you know what? I was going to say, I was about to lie to you. I was going to say, I, I always stay inside when it snows, but I'm from California. Maybe do it you never like- snows here. Do you like the cold? How do you feel about cold weather? Well, I like a California winter. Our coldest month, we get to oh, like okay. the 40s. So that's fabulous for me. Actually, that's pretty similar here in Arizona. But mm. I grew up where there was like actual seasons. And uh, in the desert, it's not so bad when uh, everybody's complaining like these guys are about the snow and the cold when it's like 40 degrees on the worst day. And not to be a millennial, but I love <laughs> sweater weather. Yeah. Sweater weather. A lot of them do look cute actually in their winter gear, like Snooky in her little hat. Mm. It was it was really she's just adorable. Uh, well, okay, speaking of Snooky, so mm-hmm. Snooky is dating her Emilio. Emilio. And at this point they've only been dating for 2 months. I know and they I forget like she's young and I forget that time is so different when you're under I mean, she's 22. I was going to say under 20, which I don't know. She just still feels very young. When you're young overall, though, I think time just feels different. And so she's like two months. We're going strong. Things are good. I don't really remember how their relationship ends, though. Should I be concerned for them? 
Yeah, well, I don't think he was a catch. But what's, inter- what's interesting, though, is on one hand, she's kind of talking about him like, you know, she's going to marry this man. This is my man. He's perfect. But then she also, in the next beat, says, but if I have SoCo, I can't guarantee I won't cheat. She wants the juice head, the family happy ending, but she also, like, I think she's just so young and wants her cake and eating it, wants to eat her, have her cake and eat it too, whatever the That's really is. what it is. She wants to have her Jersey summer, but she wants to come back to a man. And she gets political for a second oh, here. I forgot about that. This is an iconic, like, gif me moment. I don't go tanning tanning anymore because Obama put a 10% tax on tanning. And I feel like he did that intentionally for us. McCain would never put 10% tax on tanning. Because he's pale and he would probably want to be tan. Taxes were raised on tanning. Obama doesn't have that problem, obviously. It was, I mean, this was arguably a time when the country wasn't quite politically as charged as it is right now i mean it was still i mean you know it's america so things are never great but (laughs) she's just kind of pissed at obama for putting in a tax on tanning she's finding it as a personal attack she thinks it's a personal to her to them and um which i could see because they were so huge that i'm sure I, I bet like the president must Obama. I'm not saying that this is why he did anything about taxing or that he had anything to do with it. What I'm saying is, I believe I, I bet Obama knew about Jersey Shore, right? You think he did? I don't know. I can't tell if that's a reach or if we're on to something. He called Kanye West a jackass for the VMAs. He was aware of pop culture and he was that's only true. like 40 something. I mean, to be fair, like doing a tax on tanning, I don't think is the worst thing in the world, especially if he saw, oh, Jersey Shore is about to do this. Let's do it. But like, I don't know how much more do you think they had to pay per session? So I just Googled it as we're speaking. And I was just about to be like, Obama did not put a tax on tanning. Snooki is so silly, but it looks like he did. (laughs) So apparently it says there was a 10% tax put on indoor tanning services that went into effect in early 2010, which is when right before they started filming. And it was part of the Affordable Care Act or the Obamacare Act. Because I'm assuming because tanning beds can give you cancer. Yeah. Well, why not just tan in the sun when they're all at the fucking beach anyway? Like, well, it doesn't matter because it was repealed five years later. And there's no tax. You don't have to pay anything. It was repealed five years later in 2015. So that tax is gone. You could tan your little heart out, Snooks. I don't think she tans anymore. I don't think anybody tans anymore. Does anybody sit in tanning beds anymore? Um, Polly might still Oh, yeah, that's tan. true. You think he saw one <laughs> in his house? Oh, my God, I don't know. I'd be so disappointed I mean, if he didn't. He's on the road so often that I wonder if they have to have it in his, like, on his, like, tour bus. Oh, yeah, yeah it's, in his, it's in his rider. <laughs> they have to deliver it to his, like, dressing room. Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. Next that we see is Sam and Ron, who are broken up. Cookie and I covered the reunion episode on our Patreon. And in that, they kind of break up on the on the reunion, mm-hmm. which was so strange and uncomfortable and awkward. And Ronnie, I I do not, I mean, I already know that this this season of Ronnie is awful. Mm-hmm. But even from the beginning, he's just saying, like, oh, can't wait to get creepy. Like, I I know, I'm sorry, Cookie, because like you have to deal with them and I don't really anymore. But I hate men sometimes like what the fuck ronnie's just the worst example right now the the creep stuff is so annoying to me and 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 the cutting back the shady producers the cutting back and forth between sam being like it's gonna be awkward i still have feelings i don't know what i'm gonna do and he's like i'm gonna creep i'm gonna break hearts and be an asshole 
God. I do really feel for Sammy this whole season. It's going to be so bad. But anyway, the next is Vinny, who actually, in contrast to <laughs> Ronnie, is saying, I want to find some good quality girls. I want some pretty girls. This is the Vinny that you like and, and that we know a little more than, I think, some of the bitterness he exuded on season one. Yeah. Yeah. So if any of the audience don't remember, I had uh, I went on a whole monologue about how going back to season one was weird because I had a certain idea of who Vinny was and he went into season one being such kind of a different character and yeah. so it's good going into season two like ah oh, that's the Vinny I know much sweeter yeah. he seems more like I don't know I guess maybe it's because all these guys that he was hating on he's now friends with and he's just kind of like chilled out overall I don't really know Something I found was interesting, though, is he said his uncles wanted him to bang everything. Yeah, I I think that that's like a, um, they probably got married young and are like vicariously living through their Ooh. nephew. Like, oh, go out and fuck the world, Vinny, while you can, while you're still young. Like, it's giving that energy for me. Right. It is very that. And you know what? I will say, like, uncles and, and elder male relatives are kind of weird with younger male relatives. It's It borders on inappropriate. They'll be like, oh, yeah, uh, bang girls and break hearts and it's like he's a child why are you talking to him like Vinny's an adult but this this kind of dynamic happens a lot and it's like a weird yeah. thing so like people it. start that from like when kids are born and they're like oh he's gonna be a heartbreaker and it's like literally why why so our next dynamic duo they decide to take a road trip and that's Mike and Polly because mm -hmm. they think oh if we road trip we can get there first we got there first the last time and we want to make sure we can get the best rooms which Wow and Snooki have the same idea, and yet <laughs> they are, you know, <laughs> the last to get there. Do you think that the producers have any involvement of who gets there in what order? Is it scheduled? Or do they really all just say, get there when you get there? Like, there's no way, right? They must plan it. I think that there's probably some planning, but I think that they probably asked, like, hey, do you want a road trip with another cast member, or do you want to fly on your own? Because I think Ronnie and uh, Sammy and Angelina and Vinny, they all go alone, I'm assuming, in an airport. You at least see Sammy get dropped off at the airport. Whereas, you know, they kind of pair off for these road trips. So they probably, if anything, gave them the option, especially because they're taking a camera crew with the, the people who are on the road. Like Mike and Polly get a camera crew with them. Can I just say, if I was going to do that, I would probably um, road trip it as well. Extra, extra moments on camera. It would depend for me if I had, like, a bestie in the cast. Mm -hmm. um, like, if I were JWoww and Snooki and I had kind of a ride or die like that, or, I don't know, I don't think of Polly and Mike as ride or die at this point, but they're at least kind of connecting, like, they're very brother, you know, friends, whatever at this point. So if I had someone to kind of kiki with and I thought it would be fun, because that's a lot of time to be spending in the car with somebody, so I'd need to make sure, it, I don't know, like, if it was just like, oh, do you want a road trip down with Angelina? I might be like, um, I'll take the flight. Well, speaking of which, Angelina is back. And here's an interesting thing. I love how they talk about it as if they all called each other and decided to be there. Like, they'll be like, oh, Angelina's not sure she's going to go. Baby, you know she's coming back. And you know she was asked to come back. They make it seem like, oh, my gosh, we just had so much fun last season. Right. We decided to do it again. Um, You got renewed, honey. <laughs> and this is a production. But... <laughs> off camera they talk about how Polly and Angelina met up somewhere 
And apparently I need to update our chart because they hooked up. Mm-mm-mm. What the I, heck? Yeah, I don't know what Paul yeah. was thinking. I don't know what he was thinking. It's, I really don't know because they talk about how Angelina apparently is a shit talker and has been spreading stuff in between seasons, but she's hooked up apparently with Polly. And when she's like talking about going, she's saying how she's been talking to Polly and situation, which since when is Angelina the hot commodity? It seems like she just loves attention and she'll get it however she, if she can get it in a positive way, she'll do that. But if she has to resort to negativity, she will. And I feel like, unfortunately, like the guys are probably into that, like the idea of like, oh, if I'm desperate, I'll just go with Angelina because I know she'll hook up. She's she's like a sure thing. You mean? Yeah, she's that one like, oh, if I call her and say, let's hang out, she'll know the deal and we'll hook up. Like, I wonder if that's the vibe. Yikes. You think? I don't know. I, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, I think maybe. No, I can definitely see that. I just like I go back and forth with my feelings on Angelina, I guess. And this season, she just like sucks. I feel like she sucks from the beginning. She's like, oh, I've been talking to Polly and situation. Like she just knows she's going to go cause drama. She's very much bragging about like that she's shitty. She loves it. She loves that character that she's playing. And I love the editing. She She's talking about, how, um, I'm going to go in this time and I want to have fun. I'm not going to be bitchy. I'm just going to be a good time. And then it immediately cuts to her saying, the other girls are jealous of me and that's why they don't like me. I, I thought, can't. I thought you were going to be bitchy this season. She's so catty and she starts so much trauma in episode one, which we will get to. But the last, when I mentioned Snooki and, and Wow are on their road trip, they're the last that we see making their venture. They have a, um, a fun little, you know, anecdotal moment where they stop for fried pickles because, you know, that's Snooki's save and they get some Southern hospitality. Which have you had fried pickles? I love fried pickles. They are so, so good. good. So fucking Holy good. Holy cow. And what is that sauce they always come with? Um, I, thought, like, I don't know. It's a ranch, like maybe like a Chipotle ranch or something. Oh, I don't even so know. Fucking good. I once had it with like a, a horsey sauce too. Okay. Okay. So fucking good. Ooh, Yum. It's so good. Um. Oh yeah, but so so this this guy is he just <laughs> there or does he work there? I couldn't figure that out. I don't know if they planted him or what. He brings some shots over. So they're like, okay. And then I love that when he sits, he's like, can I sit down? And Snooky, uh, Snooky breaks the fourth wall and she looks at the camera and is like, help me. <laughs> to be honest, he was so goofy. Awkward. Charming in a way, but goofy. I don't know that Snooky's going to be getting any um, Guido Gorilla Juice heads in Miami. We'll see. I mean, she's got, I guess, Emilio at home. So is she already cheating by letting this guy buy her shots? Well, not until she's had SoCo. She specified that. She said, when I have SoCo, which is whiskey. Oh, uh, no idea. I don't like whiskey because it gives me diarrhea. (laughs) It messes my stomach up so bad. Uh, I don't really love whiskey, but that I don't love most brown liquor yeah same yeah same yeah i was gonna say as as i don't know if you knew this or not but miami is in florida i recently (laughs) i just recently remembered this thank you (laughs) florida that florida is wild oh yeah you have your google like florida man on your birthday yeah what's going on in florida there's something in the water down there i have no idea what it is i wonder if that's why this is such an over-the-top season it's that florida water they start drinking it. They get some in the air, maybe, because this is, it gets freaking chaotic. Why don't we take a break? Yeah, we'll be right back. Can't get enough of um, hello? Never. 
well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at um hello pod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash um hello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky post. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at umhellopod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. Oh, hello there. Um, hello. Um, hello. Welcome back. And so We're now back. everybody starts shuffling into the house. Uh, who's first? Uh, well, we get the first glimpse of the Miami house because Mike and Polly get mm-hmm. there first. Like they plan to. They assess all the rooms and they take one with three beds because they think that's the nicest room. Let me just say, I did not remember this being a hotel. The inside looked extremely familiar to me and the door I absolutely remember and, and mostly the the outside, the courtyard, I mean, mm-hmm. but the actual exterior of the hotel, I didn't recognize it all. I didn't realize it was either, which they must have had some sort of suite because they had a lot of stuff to themselves for to be a hotel well and you know what's so interesting about this i definitely don't remember that little courtyard area in the front looks so fake (laughs) i mean it is fake but but i mean it's it's fake grass this is the one thing that bothers me about this house is that like i was talking about last season what that i love about the show is that the jersey house felt like a real house that they just kind of were like staying at this to me the outside especially feels like a tv set it feels fake it feels yes. like you see all the lights the and it feels like they just built a wall and a fake door just to have some separation from the outside world but it looked kind of phony to me that was my only gripe no i definitely i definitely agree it makes me miss side a little bit already yeah but i mean I, I get it it's a different different place but well, when Angelina arrives, she has suitcases. This time, no more trash bags. Good for her. She got that Jersey Shore money, I hope. I wonder if she... Did, do you think she made any money from season one? Enough to buy suitcases. <laughs> uh, good for her. And there's immediate tension the moment she walks in. The boys are a little nicer to her than the girls later are, but they're very like, hi. <laughs> yeah, but they still let her go in their room, and so that she takes the third bed in their room. And I, very, she's so annoying. Very hesitantly, though. She's like, oh, there's an extra... Can I have... I'll take the extra bed with you guys. And Mike is like, yeah. They're doing it to be uh, nice and not cause tension and friction. Now, my question is, do you think Angelina is blissfully unaware? Or do you think she realizes they don't want to sleep with her, like in the room with her, but she doesn't care? I think that she knows that she won't have an easy time if she pairs up with the girls. And so she's like, these guys, I can force them to love me and I'll, I'll bunk with them. Now, how would you feel? Because I'm a people pleaser. I hate to not be liked. And if I feel like people are mad at me, it like, I hate it. So how would you feel going into the house knowing everybody has a problem with you? Even the boys who aren't as loud about it, but they even they don't like you. How would you feel about that? I can't imagine putting, I can't imagine doing anything that would make everybody hate me like that. And if they did, I wouldn't be going. I don't go, I don't want to go places I'm not wanted. No, I mean, I guess if it, it, like TV and fame and money can kind of like make you do weird things, but oh, uh, I don't know. That's hard. I mean, like later in later seasons and like, you know, on this show today, Sammy doesn't participate because it's just not like at some point it's not worth your mental health. Well, and let me say I because when I saw Family Reunion for the first time, I was like, I, I was a little disappointed Sam didn't go. 
Me was too. like, why didn't she like brave it out and just tough it out? But yeah. now watching these old seasons again, I'm like, oh, she made the right choice. Yeah. Not going back. Yeah. And a lot of like, they still have drama with Angelina to de- literally to date. And there's Ronnie's still problematic and angry and whatever. So like, I think that she's probably made one of the smarter decisions. I'm glad that she has moved on with her life. I do miss her being on camera, but I also don't watch family reunions. So I don't care. Well, I do. And I miss her there, but I get it. And she even when she goes on here, she even says she still loves Ron, which, you know, then we just kind of prepare ourselves for a lot of ugliness. But their first hello actually goes pretty well, despite the fact that it's obviously a ticking time bomb. But at least they do seem civil when they give each other the first hug. They do, but I can feel through the screen it's Sam's like heart beating like her anxiety I could the way she's like biting her nails a little bit like you could just see there's palpable stress in the air yeah the other thing that I thought was interesting <laughs> a little bit before Ron got there Angelina goes up and like half apologized she's like oh sorry about all that are we good this oh season God. and Sam was like I don't know I, I appreciated her honesty of being like, I don't know. You talked a lot of shit, so we'll see. I I think that. that Sam handled, I think Sam handled it really well of just mm-hmm. like acknowledging, like, I'm not going to yell at you, but we're not, I'm not going to act fake either. Yeah, yeah. Respect. I agree. I think she answered it. It was respectful and it was honest. She was saying, you talked a lot of shit. I don't know that I like you. So we'll see. That's it. We'll see. Uh, but anyways, yes. Yeah, so that's it. then Ron comes in after that. Yeah. Um, and then Jenny and Snooki are the last ones to arrive, despite them wanting to be first. And they're, I mean, again, with the tension, they're immediately awkward with Angelina. They're all mad at her for talking shit on like social media and then the press in between seasons. Which she did. I remember yeah. I remember her talking a lot of shit on Twitter. When episodes were airing, she was going off. I think at some point she made a diss track. I don't know if that was after season two or what. She made a diss track. Oh, do you I have think. that? Can we Should get we, that? From- I don't know. Let me try to find it now. Let's see. Talk, talk, talk to the audience while I look. <laughs> <laughs> what pressure. <laughs> so while you're looking it up, the last little anecdote before, as they're all getting set up in the house... The Miami house is clearly super sturdy um, because JWoww's trying to put stuff away. Everything falls. It's all of Sammy's stuff. Ron Ron juice gets spilled everywhere all over Sammy's iconic white shorts. Oh, my God. The legendary little booty shorts with the pockets that hang out. Yes, bitch. Which that was a moment. That was a worldwide trend because I saw that shit everywhere back in that day. We talk about regional trends. This was not regional. This made it to every inch of this country. <laughs> I, think. I will right. say their fashion gets a lot better from Miami. I don't know if money helped, but they've got a lot of very universal club dresses that, to be fair, a lot of them could get you could get away with still wearing them. They're just, you know, clingy bodycon dresses. So their fashion isn't I can't like make fun of it too much. Episode one here. Well, the vibe in Miami, I think I've never been, but the impression I get is that Miami, they go more like, uh, more like they try to be high class. They try to look expensive. Yeah, it's high end hoochie mama. Yeah, it's it's still hoochie. Exactly. It's still hoochie. It's still kind of clubby, but in a more Uptown, like, I, I spent more on this type of, it's like I spent more money and time on this look is more the vibe. They're like all trophy wife. Either they are a trophy wife or a trophy wife in training looking. Like no shade. They are, I feel like Miami intimidates me. <laughs> Oh, me too. I don't, I don't know that I would want to go. <laughs> Sorry to Miami, but. I've been to Miami and I was like, oh my gosh, everyone there is going to just be all dolled up and I'm going to just show up as like the frumpy lesbian, but whatever. Wait. Okay. So 
Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Angelina oh, okay. did not make a diss track. I think I got things mixed up in my head, but she did make a song and it's called I'm Hot and it came out oh, 11 boy. years ago. I heard it when it first came out and I haven't heard it since. So should we react to it together? Yep. Yep. This is Angelina's song, I'm Hot. <laughs> I love it already. Oh. Bitch, I know you're fucking lying. This exists in the world for real. Don't don't stop it. Is it Polly? <laughs> I'm sure whoever produced it. Do you think he did? Oh, look, it says right here, produced by Andy Stein. This is a big what thing. This happens a lot. This is a whole genre, by the way. This is so off topic, but you know we love to go off topic. This is a whole genre. These producers were thirsty for success. They find failed like reality stars who weren't the most popular on their show, and they make these tracks, and they insert themselves, and they'll like, sing the chorus. It happens a lot. There's a whole genre for this. Wow, and Angelina fell victim. And they do this. They'll jump in and they'll be like, yeah, she's hot. She's Angelina and she's hot. And it's always there. It's always that. Let's wait. Let's hear, let's hear through the chorus. What did I just say? What did I just say? Oh, my God. And what Hollywood? Not this Hollywood that I live in. No. Let me get. I want to get through the chorus. If there is one. Let's play. Okay, that that, that, that kind of slapped right there. I didn't mind that. This I don't mind. Okay. Okay. It's good. Come on. Come on. Come on. slapped <laughs> okay the beginning of that was really good it went on a little long it could have i feel like if it was like four bars that could have been really catchy this should have been like a, a 45 second tiktok song but TikTok ice cream cone with the cherry on top oh my that was god cute. that's that, good we that have to make a cute. tiktok to, we have to make a tiktok to that oh my god oh 1, we'll start the trend that's so good at 1000 percent. wow what a <laughs> what a find that was we should take a break before they go out but that was that was serendipitous we absolutely should well i will see you after the break <laughs> Hey everybody, do you want to hear more queer voices or maybe just more of Gina? Well, I'm Cheyenne from Hot Nastian. And I'm Seb, and we're Gina's co-host from her other podcast, Sapphic Survival Guide. Each week we cover a new topic in the queer universe and answer all the questions that you want to know. Yeah, so after you're done listening to this episode, of course, pop on over to Sapphic Survival Guide wherever you listen to podcasts. Alright, we're back. Hello there. This is going to be some more history, some Jersey Shore history being made here on their first night out because in Miami, they need to call cabs. And so now we get to say cabs here. here. Cabs here. (laughs) Did that start this season? Yeah, they didn't really call cabs in Seaside because they could just walk everywhere. Wait, can I say something else? We 
we breezed past it earlier in the episode. I think they said for the first time, the smush room. I think they called it the smush room for the first time. Polly G said it earlier this episode. I think you're right. I can't remember if they, because last season when Sam and Ron fucked in there, they called it, they were still calling it the guest room. They did say they smushed, but I think you're right. I think this is the first time that they're referring to a room with a bed that nobody's sleeping or nobody's stuff is in. The guest room. Do they always have that? Here's my guess. After season one just had an extra room, it became the smush room. So they kept putting them in in future houses. It's like a thing. And they became, it became a, thing. a thing. And they I made think it a this, thing. So it became think, a thing. This is when it became a thing when Polly D said it this episode. Wow. So we get the smush room and we get cabs here. This isn't, this is wild. This is the season, man. I'm telling you. So at this point, I think they actually they get in the cabs. Okay, the okay. boys and the girls split up and then they have this juxtaposition of the guys having this nice peaceful ride to the club and the girls having the cab ride from hell. Well, this is another one. I quote Sammy quite a bit. This is another moment from the show that I quote constantly to this day. And I forgot. What's the quote? I just feel like I don't know. <laughs> That's the quote. Love- I just feel like I don't know. I know how you feel. You love her emotional quotes. I know. She is conflicted. So Why do I, I feel bad. I, I always quote Sammy's like traumatized quotes whenever she's having a horrible. I just feel like I don't know. I mean, she doesn't know. She's conflicted about Ron. She's upset. The girls are trying to be good friends and be there for her. And it probably would just be kind of this funny little like Sam is randomly emotional moment. But Angelina decides to open her big mouth. And that's when what it is, becomes the most chaotic cab ride ever. What is wrong with Angelina? Why did she do so that? That was so uncalled for. So, there, so, so Sam is just talking about how she's really struggling with the fact that she has to spend two months living with her ex-boyfriend who just publicly traumatized her. The girls are talking her through it. It's kind of a serious moment. And Angelina chimes in, oh, are you bitching about a guy? Oh, yeah. The reason I left? Right. Exactly. And they're literally like, we don't give a fuck that you left. We're happy also, you left. What? That doesn't even make fucking sense. Why? What? And they're not bitching about a guy. They're bitching about Ron, who is a cast member who traumatized Sam publicly <laughs> on television. And none of their problems with Angelina have anything to do with her leaving or the guy. It just has to do with her talking shit. So she's so off base here and so in the wrong. And maybe Wow goes a little like zero to 100 on it but like stand oh jenny was waiting so annoying no i think jenny jenny was i think jenny came in waiting for her to slip up one time because she jumped right into because angelina was in the back seat and then the other three girls were in sort of the middle seat and like um and like a suv (laughs) and jenny almost jumps over the seat to get to angelina yeah and angelina's kind of cowering a little bit she's like not she's like all talk a little bit Oh, yeah. She's a lot of bark, not a lot of bite. And this is another moment where it's like, she really just thinks she's the main character. She came in thinking it's all about her, all about everyone hates her, and that's what the whole season like, she She's so out of touch. So out of touch. And I kind of like the way Sammy handles it. She's just sitting there like, Angelina, are you fucking kidding? Like, shut the fuck up. And she's like, there's a mosquito in my (laughs) ear. Stop. Shut up. Oh, my God. It's just like chaos. And then it goes to the guys, and they're just like, and then the girl's like, blah, 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 blah. fuck yeah, blah, blah, blah. it's so funny. 
I would have loved to be in that girl car though. That would have been way funnier. How, bor- <laughs> how boring to just sit there. They don't even listen to music or talk or anything. What's up with the guys? They can't listen to music. They'd have to get the rights for it and shit. Oh, They'd yeah. rather have them talking, which I don't know. The guys are just like chilling. They're just getting ready. They're like, they're like calm before the storm. They're like, hey, let's save our energy for the fist pumping, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, so then they do get to the club and immediately... Ron and Sam start fighting. Obviously. I mean, of I don't course. even know what about, to be honest. I think that it's just like alcohol words. Yeah. And Ron starts to get absolutely obliterated immediately. He's yeah. And then up. are they going to, are, was the plan for them? Like They all get into a car and I couldn't figure out if they were going to another club or if they were going home because they started out at a club called Oceans 10, I think. Mm. But then Ron ends up at bed. We... We all know. And and so, like, they get into the car and then Ron gets out. And so I couldn't figure out, like, why were they in the car? To go home? or I think, okay, here's the way I perceived it. I think everyone in the car was planning on going home. And then the other few of them were going to stay. Okay. And so Ronnie was like, well, fuck Sam. I'm going to stay with, with, the, with, with the guys then. Well, he not only happened. does he say fuck Sammy, he calls her a cunt. <laughs> that's right. I forgot. And that's, I mean, to be fair, like, I don't really care about that word too much. That's not like, if somebody calls that to me, I'd be like, okay. But um, she didn't really do anything to warrant, like, any no. of the hostility he was throwing at her. And then to have, like, that kind of, like, I'm using this word specifically to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Just, what, Ron? One thing about me is I will never say that word directed at a person, but I will say it when it in terms of like fashion like i'll be like like a drag queen i'll be like oh she's oh like that's cunt. Cunt. she is okay cunt tonight but i would never I support that out. i not- will but i can say it because i am one <laughs> no you're you're very nice you're very sweet do i not is there a side of you i don't know um i'm the sweetest bitch you'll ever meet <laughs> uh, i see <laughs> i'm well, just kidding what about when you have sex with a man will you rip his head off I used to. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, like you said, what is wrong with Ron? Because they were like speaking tensely, but she was not saying anything really at all to him. What I don't understand where that came from. No, it's bad. And then he gets out. He goes back to the club. And this is when he starts to like creep and stuff. And I think like everyone kind of gets involved i feel like in the sammy and ron drama like when they're back at the house snooki which i think this is a problematic thing to say like sam's like did i do something wrong like what the fuck is his problem and snooki's like he clearly cares so much about you or he wouldn't be acting like that and i'm like no people are too lenient with men like they'll be super aggressive and scary and it's like oh well he's it's that boys will be boys mentality hate it he pulled my hair. Oh, it's because he thinks you're cute. Hate I, it. I don't give a... Okay, maybe he does think she's cute. Maybe he does really like you. Act like a fucking adult. Don't have a temper tantrum and call someone a cunt. And then, <laughs> oh, but he loves... It's because he likes you. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Snooks, but mm-hmm. I'm sure he does have feelings for her, but that does not warrant that behavior. It's just like everyone's young and doesn't like realize how to put boundaries up for how people treat you, not to like get on my high horse at like freaking 30 years old over here because everyone is like this is so i mean paulie is my age (laughs) but so they're back at the house talking about ron ron is at the club let's just say partying let's just say having a good time i mean we're gonna go over again and again and again i think throughout this whole season what happened that night because it doesn't this night does not uh live on well basically for what happens but they kind of leave 
it off in this chaos. That moment when Ron goes back into the club for however long it is and makes the decisions mm-hmm. he makes, mm-hmm. that, that sets off the trajectory of the show up until today. For so long, yeah. I, I mean, to, 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 really to this day, like everything that happened in the show for the next five seasons happened because of this night. Nope, I totally agree. I totally agree. We could talk more about the specifics of what happened with Ron at the club uh, mm-hmm. next episode, but I do want to say that whatever did happen, Angelina saw all of it, and she said in the confessional that if me and Sam were friends, I'd tell her, but yeah. since we're not, I won't. Angelina loves this. She loves That's having dirt. fucked up. She loves having dirt, and she loves that she knows something Sam doesn't. Yeah, but she's not good with having dirt because she wants you to know that she has it, and then once you know that she has it, you're obviously going to tell it, like... She doesn't yeah. play her cards good, but it's fu- <laughs> it, that's fucked up for sure. That's the thing about Angelina is I think she thinks of herself as like a reality TV villain mastermind, but she's really not very smart. No. Because she no. could have played that to the very end. I mean, it ended up being for the best that she, yeah. but not it didn't go according to her plan for sure. Well, before we, uh, before we wrap up this uh, season premiere, do you want to do our cookie quote? Oh my gosh, yes I do. This is a short one, um, but I think it's hilarious. So would you like to be Snooky or Angelina? Let's see. I'm going to be Angelina. I'm going to challenge myself to do a good role with less lines. Okay. Okay, that's a, that's a good challenge. Okay, okay, okay. I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> you shouldn't be talking because I know what you fucking said. You don't deserve to be here, Angelina, and you're a fucking white rat, and you're fucking pale, and you're nasty. Yeah, and you're too tan and disgusting. I am tan, and I like being tan, bitch. And scene. And scene. Well, have fun paying your extra 10% because of the Obama tax, (laughs) Snooki. Too bad Angelina didn't say that. That would have got her. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that we're already done the premiere. Like, this season is insane. Like you said, this first night sets the stage for so much. Well, this is going to be a goddamn wild season. (laughs) All right. I think that's it. All right. Um, goodbye. Goodbye. If you want more of the podcast, you can follow us on any social media at umhellopod. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash umhello. We've got a video feed there so you can see our beautiful faces while we recap Jersey Shore. And we've also got a little bit of behind the scenes bonus content for you. And you can find me anywhere online at The Libregina, including my website, thelibregina.com. And you can find me online on TikTok and Instagram at angel.iconic.music. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>